0: Hey everyone, I'm Matthew.
1: And I'm Ileana, welcome to The Armory.
0: This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples.
1: We wanna provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith.
0: Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's word and abide in Christ.
1: Thanks for joining.
0: Right, everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of The Armory. Welcome. We have had a couple episodes back to back, just kind of hitting you guys with the rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a fun episode last week where we were just kind of giving you guys a life update if you guys weren't listening. Essentially, just wrapped in a little bow, <laughs> we're leaving Dallas, Texas. If you didn't know, that's where we are right now. We're moving to a small town in Maryland uh, to be a part of a church and do ministry there mm-hmm. called Mount Airy Bible Church. Um, and we are also having... A baby. A little baby. We are expecting. We are fifteen weeks.
1: 15, that's right. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fifteen weeks. I know. Fifteen Size weeks of a
1: and like three days.
0: Yeah, so we still got a little time left, but we're super excited about that. That was kind of the entirety of last episode.
1: Wow, we should have just said that. We, that was like and our that whole was the whole episode was like forty minutes.
0: Yeah, well, we so. went into a lot of detail. Yeah. <laughs> I encourage you guys if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. We talked a lot about our heart for ministry. Yeah, we did. How we even got uh, to Dallas, what happened before that, how we met. So there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going yeah. into that. And kind of what we'll be doing in more depth in Maryland. So it was a fun episode. but Yeah,
1: and I'm sure you guys will hear all about it once we actually move.
0: Of course. So if, if it sounds a little different, I apologize. We are no longer recording in our fake <laughs> podcast studio, which is not the best for recording. Our and amazing are now podcast recording studio we had. In an even worse space, which is our living room at our table. Because our entire apartment is full of boxes.
1: Yeah, our entire like office where we were recording is literally just like stuffed we, with boxes. There's nothing else. We
0: for. keep that door closed so that we don't remember how terribly chaotic that room is. Like, yeah, it stresses Half, me half out. of our life is in there, <laughs> which is good. We're kind of like halfway done packing, but that room is a disaster. It's Especially actually not a disaster. Yeah, well, You're
1: very organized in the way you It's act. actually
0: really neat, but there's zero <laughs> space in there. So yeah. where we used to do stuff like the podcast or like our office or all our books are is now just. A I mean, you could maybe room.
1: sit on top of all the boxes, but that probably wouldn't. Yeah, we have probably could have done that.
0: Safe. That might have been worse for the audio. That tape and all that stuff probably wouldn't yeah. have been good.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> we're still learning. So if you about hear some audio. child
0: screaming running down the hallway, it's because we live in an apartment and we're recording not too far away from our door. We apologize. <laughs>
1: but that might happen sometimes there's kids okay that's just
0: life this podcast is just like it's kind of like life you know it's not we're not it's not not all pre-scripted and it's just happening we're not doing double takes here we'll
1: have to make sure you guys follow us on social media because we'll have to post like updates of where we end up recording in our new house because we don't know where we're gonna do that hopefully we can like set up maybe
0: we'll just be outside (laughs) on the deck and we'll hear the birds because we'll live not in the city anymore wouldn't that
1: be like terrible for the sound
0: that'd be probably the worst it was just As you
1: guys know, I know nothing Anyway, that. Anyways, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. So, last week was our bonus episode. The week before, we did have a challenge. So, just a really, really quick recap on that. It was basically a three- to four-sentence catechism is the word that we used. So, catechism, basically take a question, answer it in a few sentences, something that's easy to remember, something that you can maybe memorize. Um, but, yeah, if you didn't do that, you can always go listen to our last episode about that.
0: Um, but just
1: reflect on that a little bit. Did you enjoy it? Did Would you want to do it for like more things in your mm. life? Um, like why do I love the Lord? Like it, simple questions. I yeah. don't know. You can think of lots more questions to do, but if that's something you enjoy doing, if you did do it, let us know. We'd love to hear about it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something we, are excited to do together yeah. for our family in these next couple months and years as our kids get old enough to like understand these things is write like a family catechism where yeah. we take some of like the top whatever questions that really pertain to the faith um, in yeah. all categories and just write them in a way that's easy to understand but yet not watering it down yeah and then you know that's gonna evolve like maybe the family catechism that we put together is gonna look a lot different when our kids are three than it will when they're 13. Or, you know, when they're 18. And yeah, for sure. I think that's, that's just point. a good way, not only to keep us doing things like that as a family, but also just to saturate our family with the truth of God's word.
1: Yeah. And that's like a very normal thing in the history of the church. So Some of you guys might have like, if you grew up like in a Baptist church or in like Christian reformed church, probably like more Christian reformed, like I think a lot of our listeners did, um, at least in like West Michigan, they, that's something like you would memorize is like catechisms from when you're in like Sunday school as a kid up mm-hmm. until like you're an adult and the way you may answer those might be a little different when you're a kid and an adult but that's something that's been throughout church history but also something that can always be like you guys can write that for your family and make it easier and yeah, simpler to understand for your kids and kids understand things at very early age I would say like that's yeah. something we've <laughs> been able to see with like our nieces and
0: this episode could really be immediately cool. just pivot to something else we can talk all about child development and how children can be talked to like they're not three they can be talked to like they're older than they are that's how people learn just in case you didn't know (laughs) you you always teach things slightly over someone's head so that they have to learn and grasp the concept if you
1: guys don't know matt's a master's of christian education right now so he's learned a lot about (laughs)
0: like how to educate people which has been
1: really interesting to hear you talk about it's
0: it's fun we're excited we do not know what we're doing Um, we're gonna learn as we go just like this podcast it's going to be kind of on the fly and we're not yeah. going to There's no double takes so yeah. it's well, just going to be one recording on
1: our other podcasts we <laughs> like to listen to Becoming Something yeah Kathy said that this morning when we were listening to it in the car she was like oh it was somebody else their guest speaker they were like we weren't perfect parents but we did parenting well and that was like bringing them closer to Jesus yeah and- Anyways, back to our podcast. So
0: today we're going to talk about the next armor piece uh, found in Ephesians 6, specifically the shield of faith. And there's a lot of different ways we could talk about this, a lot of different avenues. But kind of what we want to do essentially is talk about what faith is not. We want to kind of deconstruct, I think, some yeah. some poor views of faith in the church and also just in the world. And then we'll f- go from there and be able to understand what faith is. And then look, look at what faith looks like and also kind of take this issue of how does faith shield us? Mm-hmm. And I think, can we kind of bring it back full circle, but starting with this idea of what faith is not, I think one of the things that I hear the most from people, um, whether that's a pa- pastor's preaching or just people in the church talking about faith, maybe if they're doing it subconsciously, not mm-hmm. even thinking about it, is I think we we get this idea that faith is almost a wishful thinking. And I think that is very, very, very dangerous thinking because that's not what it is. And I think we get that a lot from the world because the world would probably ascribe Christian faith to be just Mm -hmm. maybe strong belief at at, at the best or, you know, well, you guys have faith, so you guys are really, really blind here. You don't really know what's going on. You really just believe. It's kind of like this hope, faith, trust, and pixie dust, whatever, (laughs) Peter Pan thing and that's not what faith is at all. In fact, you know, if you if you look at like, go back to the etymology of certain words, you know, you look at the word confidence. And we would, we would say confidence essentially is the most, you know, sure you could be of something. Like I'm confident. I'm 100% mm-hmm. positive. Confidence in the Latin, if you break it down, is confide, which means with yeah. faith. That is the word. Faith and confidence are synonymous. They're not, confidence isn't at one level and faith's like, oh, I'm pretty sure... They're the same thing. They're the same, yeah. So this idea that faith is wishful thinking is just completely false. And I think that is one of the tactics, you know, this is this podcast is called the armory. We want to equip you guys. I think one of the tactics that and I wouldn't maybe we won't call them tactics. Maybe it's just the way people are trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. One of the things people do who are not Christians, I think, is they try to to help they try to deconstruct our faith by saying, Well, you just have faith. I have confidence. I believe yeah. in these facts. And those that's just not an accurate way to describe what faith is. Yeah. Just from a language perspective as well as what we see in Scripture. And so I think one of the first things we need to understand about faith is not wishful thinking.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Um, and I also think one of the other things, I kind of want to hit with two more major things. Faith is not deedless. Um, it doesn't, It's not divorced from deeds, from works. And I think we see a good example of this in James 2. Specifically, verse 14 and 19, I'll read it. It says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, it's not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. Even the demons believe that mm-hmm. and shudder. So one of the things I love is verse 19. I mean, <laughs> this idea that, you know, faith itself is not divorced from deeds. Even the demons have faith in God. Yeah. And by that, we can go back to what we just said earlier. Even the demons have confidence. Which It like, breaks in who, your
1: heart when you hear that. You're like, yeah.
0: <gasps> even the demons know who God is. Yeah. They have a confident assurance of who God is. And because of it, they shudder. But they don't have deeds. So, this idea that faith can be completely divorced from action, which we're going to talk about a little later. I know Ileana is going to hit on that later. Um, that just doesn't exist. So, so faith's yeah, not, that's good. It's not wishful thinking, um, and it's not deedless. Yeah,
1: and we're not going to get into, like, that huge James-Paul debate about, like, faith and works and salvation yeah. and everything, but I think it's important that, like, we we hear that from you, like, that yeah. And we, not from you, from scripture, like from, from you reading, reading scripture, from you, like reading <laughs> what it says in scripture. Yeah. And the cool thing about like that conversation in the church about like saved by faith, yeah, saved like by faith with our works, like all of that, like the really, really cool thing is that like the Lord puts all of it in scripture for yeah. us, like. And so, even if you're having like questions about that, we can look to James 2, what we just read, and say, Regardless of what like questions we have, at the end of the day, we can have confidence and like trust in the Lord <laughs> that we do have deeds that go along with our yeah. faith, whether that's really really hard for us to yeah. understand and to do, um, or whether that's something that like excites you. There's a lot of things that could be said about about that, but yeah, just
0: one of our favorite phrases on the show is maybe we'll do a podcast about this, but maybe we'll do a podcast about that, but yeah. just. Really fast, just because you know. In case that is a question someone has, we don't even need to get into it. Scripture doesn't contradict itself, and we can have confidence knowing that's true. So I would encourage you guys: look at what Paul says about faith, and look at what James says about faith, and do a little study. Look on some websites, look at some commentaries. There's so many like
1: good books Um, by all different authors. Like
0: they're definitely both Sometimes. talking about faith but they're talking about faith in different ways so i would encourage you guys if that is something that's like a question you've had like why does this seem like there's a, a huge contradiction here go look at it and if you get if you still get stuck like send us a message we, we would love if that's like oh, yeah. if you found that that was like a real issue like people are really struggling with that passage those two passages we would love to talk about it we'll break yeah. it down but you know that's not our purpose here today specifically
1: yeah and also like just a quick message too, like people who are listening i don't want people to think that like Oh, like, because it would, like, we're not a very big podcast, obviously. A lot of the people listening are our friends, or family. I don't want people to think, like, oh, it's not important enough to say anything. Like, why would they want to do a podcast if just, like, one person has a question? Like, at the end of the day, like, we're all believers and we care about a lot of you guys. And just send us a question and we'd love to talk to you about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for every person who has a question that's willing to ask it, there's probably 10 people who weren't willing to ask it. And we, you know, like you said, maybe it's only one person. We do have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners, though. Ileana doesn't know that. Um, <laughs> if I told her how many... If I, if I showed her the analytics, she would be Well, I, I have the
1: analytics for our social media. Oh, no one's asking us questions. Gotcha. So maybe those followers Never should mind. start maybe asking I just, us
0: questions. Maybe I made that up. Maybe. I was looking at <laughs> the numbers wrong. I added a few zeros.
1: So faith is not wishful thinking. Faith is not deedless. What else you got for us?
0: Um, and the third thing, just kind of talking about what faith is not. Uh, faith is not from us mm-hmm. it's not of ourselves and we see this in Ephesians 2 8 and 9 just a couple chapters before we get right. to Ephesians 6 it says for by grace you've been saved through faith and this is not your own doing it is the gift of God not a result of works so that no one may boast and I think that's important to understand in a lot of ways um, just this idea that you know if faith was if something that was my own doing it would be very 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 unsatisfactory um, praise God that it's not <laughs> the quality mm-hmm. of my faith that saves me. It's the faith that a child has, the faith the size of a mustard seed, if that, you know, we talk, see that in scripture. And if, if it was just reliant on my level of faith, man, that would be fluctuating one all the time. Yeah. And that would put me in terrible standing with the Lord. <laughs> yeah. But the good thing is it's not that. It's uh, a faith that comes from God um, and it's God's gift and it's not a result of works. Yeah. Um, so that the only thing we can boast in is the Lord. So Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, faith is not wishful thinking, faith is not deedless, and faith is not from us. I think those are just some three major things that people misconstrued about faith. They don't understand. Yeah. I thought that'd be important to talk about how those things are not accurate before we talked about what faith is and what it looks like.
1: Yeah, I think that was really helpful for me going into this podcast. I was talking to Matt, talking to you earlier, and just yeah. saying like, I feel like I have a good understanding of what faith is from what I've been taught in church or by my parents or whatever, and that's been really helpful. But also sometimes because of that, I still get really stuck like thinking about faith and communicating with it about people. Yeah. Um, or two people and so it was really helpful even for me as we were doing this to break down some of the misconceptions I have um, as well so I'm glad we did that and now yeah let's jump into what is faith um, and talk more specifically about that some of these are things we said already but just to talk about them a little bit more first I want to read Hebrews 11 I think when we hear the word of faith and when we're trying to search for like a definition it's really helpful when the Lord like has placed those things in scripture for us. And so let's just break down what it says in Hebrews 11, verse one, it says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Mm -hmm. And so there's two like clauses there. So faith, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. And so to break that down a little bit, assurance is what's actually the, I'm not good at, it's the subject. I guess faith is the subject. I don't know. Assurance is the main word there that is like connecting to faith. And so um, when we say faith is the assurance of things hoped for, we're not talking about the hope. Because if we were, that would be going back to what you said earlier, where faith is like wishful thinking, where we just like hope about something. But it's actually saying faith is the assurance of what we hope for, which gives us all of that assurance, another word confidence, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about. Confide. Confide, to say, <laughs> like, we can have confidence in the things we hope for. Okay, what are the things we hope for? We know things that Jesus has proven to us. So, like, we have salvation in Christ. Our faith is in Christ. We, if, even if we don't live a perfect life, we get to be in perfect union mm. with the Trinity. All of those things, like, that's what our assurance is in. Yeah. And so, our faith is the fact that we can be confident in those things no matter what. And then the second part of that verse says, uh, after th- that faith is the assurance of things hoped for, it's the conviction of things not seen. And I think that's really cool for me because even if we're like doubting those things that we can have confidence in about the Lord and our relationship with Him, the part of saying conviction of things not seen shows us that we're like led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so, conviction is something that the holy spirit does that part of the, that person of the trinity the holy spirit's job is to convict us and lead us and when it's saying the conviction of things not seen that can be things that we're doubting mm-hmm. things that we have fear about and ultimately when we're convicted about it it means that the holy spirit is there guiding us correcting our thinking and allowing us to have the faith of jesus christ in jesus christ and so just kind of breaking down that verse, I think it's important to know that the words and the way that they're structured in that verse matter. It's not the hope mm-hmm. that we have and it's not like this wishful thinking that we have. It's the hope in Jesus Christ that we can be assured assured and confident yeah,
0: in. For sure. One of the other things I think um, when we talk about what faith is is just we talked about confidence and um, like Ileana said, we kind of go, we talked a little bit about what confidence, The the, the just kind of breaking down that word earlier. But faith is confidence. And I think that's just, leaving it at that is not enough. We could easily just say mm-hmm. it's confidence, but the real question is confidence in what? And, you know, if we're just going to leave, let the word confidence sit by itself, that could be anything. But as Christians in searching the scriptures, we see there's a, there's a huge, huge, huge thing we have faith in. Yeah. Um, and we see all throughout scripture what you can have faith in. There's a lot, that word's used a lot, but the overarching theme, the thing that you just cannot miss is this idea that we have confidence in Christ. Yeah. We have assurance in Christ. We have absolute certainty in Christ. That's where the faith aspect comes in.
1: Which is really cool because that's what we've been talking about the whole time in the armor of God is like yeah. um, that it's always Christ's armor yeah. that we're putting on. So I think that's a really cool point to make about this is that um, our faith and our confidence is in Christ and it's yeah. of Christ and by Christ that we can have that faith. And so realizing and just reiterating that again about yeah. the armor of God.
0: And that's just really cool. Uh, you said that like thinking about that. like if we if we're going into battle and Christ has given us all that we need and mm-hmm. said, here's the armor. I go, okay, I know what armor pieces I need. You've given them to me, but now I'm gonna go make versions of my own. like mm-hmm. you've given me the, the shield of faith. okay, I need a shield. Let me go make a shield. Like <laughs> yeah. no, like I was I was just given a shield by someone who knows how to make it and, and knows exactly what kind of war, yeah, what kind of battle we're going into. Um, so I like that you made that point. Um, yeah. so we have confidence confidence in Christ and the For fact sure. that all these things, including this armor piece, are pieces of armor given to us by Christ.
1: Yeah. So now that we've kind of broken down Hebrews and what that says and that our confidence in Christ, I think it can be helpful to talk about like other definitions of faith. And so I was talking to Matt about Uh, a definition that the church I grew up in taught me. And it was kind of one of the first things I remember my dad actually teaching me, um, about like the Lord and my relationship with the Lord. And I remember my dad, like put it on a whiteboard on our door. And it was like really impactful to me from a young age. And so, um, but basically in the definition before I share it, there's basically two points that actually I think we can get from scripture as well. The first one I would say is that faith is a belief. Ultimately, it's like a belief, a confidence that we have, um, but also faith is actionable. So we can't have this belief without, we've talked a lot about this, right? We can't have a belief without action. Um, We've talked before and I think in previous podcasts about the armor of God, that the armor of God in its entirety denotes continuous action. When I've said that before, basically what what I talked about was, that if something's actionable and it's it requires us to be continually acting, um, that's because the Lord is like commanding it of us. And so not only is it a belief in our confidence in the Lord, but it's also something where we're acting on it. And so the definition was believe in the word of God and act on it, no matter how I feel, because God promises a good result. And so we kind of talked about those first two things, right? Believing in the word of God, believing in the things that we can have confidence in, as Hebrews said, uh, assurance of the things hoped for. That's what we're believing in. Acting on it. So those are like the ways that the Lord has commanded us to act. No matter how I feel, which again is a whole podcast in and of itself. Why is it so hard when we want to do what we want, when we want? Well, it's because we feel like it. And the Lord created those feelings. But sometimes our faith in the... Commands of the Lord call us to do things that might not line up with the way we feel in the moment. And then, because God promises a good result, I think that's the part of that that I didn't really understand until now. In that definition, I kind of was like, oh, things are going to go well for me if I yeah. go to church. And really, what we see when we slip into that mindset is that we're just focusing on our deeds yeah. and we're not focusing on our hope and our assurance in the Lord. And so, the promising of the good result is not necessarily a, if you go to church, your life's going to get better. If you start tithing 10 or more percent, like you're going to be blessed financially. Like <laughs> all of these things, like yeah. it's not a promise of that, but it's a promise of good result. Meaning like things will go, isn't there a Bible verse? It's like, you are obedient to the lord like things will go well for you or is that Children just like obey saying your parents the lord <laughs> yeah maybe i don't know um, but.
0: and the thing about that is like it is a good result but we just don't understand what that means right. in terms that's of right that's a what, good way of putting like, it yeah god is so much more above us his ways yeah. are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts so when god says i promise you a good result we are our, our immediate response is, okay, well, why am I still suffering? Mm-hmm. like i I left everything. I left my friends, I left my job, I left my family to follow you. I tithe, I give to you, and I'm still suffering. I just found out I have cancer and now I gave so much away. I don't have any money to pay for it. Mm-hmm. What's this good result you're talking about like we 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 look at that good result in our finite minds and that sometimes it's not that comforting just to think about it like that, but we do can have comfort in knowing that the good result is held in the hands of the Lord Mm. and he does have our best interest at heart. And maybe we don't understand that. And maybe we will never understand that in this life. That's just the reality. Maybe we'll only understand that when we're fully glorified. Um, God is outside of time. Um, He understands what he means in a way that we don't all the time. So I think sometimes that we have to take those things by faith. Um, But the beautiful thing is we can understand that that means confidence, confidence in the Lord because he's never failed Uh, us and so I think that's that's something that's really hard to wrap our minds around I think we'll definitely do a podcast episode at some point about suffering oh for Um, sure that's something I've been very passionate about I've written a lot on for school and things like that Um, by no means is that make me an expert on it by any sense of imagination but I know I've I've been formed by a lot of things and I think that's come up in classes a lot and have the yeah. opportunity to search the scriptures on what suffering looks like. And so just kind of going, bring it back to full circle, the good result. Um, God does promise that, but that's not necessarily what we understand it to mean.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like that goes back to the definition, the third part that we talked about, about no matter how you feel like, because we can have so much hope and assurance in that good result. Maybe yeah. even, like you said, not, not on this side of heaven, like once we're glorified, mm-hmm. but that can help us get through the times where we're like, oh, I just do not feel close to the Lord right now. Like yeah. I'm doubting these things um, and and ultimately can allow us to not be ruled by yeah. our feelings, to use them as a guide maybe to how, we're in our, how we are in our relationship with the Lord, but to ultimately um, make decisions that can ultimately honor and glorify the Lord. And so, for sure, um, yeah, that's a little bit about faith what faith looks like from a definition standpoint. But Matt, can you talk a little bit about um, like why it talks about faith being a shield in scripture and specifically like how faith shields us?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of, let's bring it back full circle because if we're going to call it a shield of faith, it obviously protects us. You yeah. know, if, it, if it didn't protect us, it would be a really, really terrible shield. Uh, and so one of the things I found just kind of in studying this a little bit um, is from Got Questions. I know we've referenced them a lot. It's a great resource. We'll link this particular link, the thing I'm about to read in the show notes. But I think it just has a really, really good paragraph here about how faith shields us and the importance of the shield of faith in our lives. And it says this, faith is one of the greatest gifts and it is by the means, it is the mean. It is the means by which we receive grace and come into right relationship with God. It is because we have been justified through faith that we belong to God and have peace with him. Faith is the doorway to hope in God. Because we have faith in God, our suffering need not faze us. In fact, we can can persevere under it. The things Satan attempts to use to discourage us can actually become tools in the hands of God. And it goes on to say this, all believers have this promise. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that that has overcome the world, even our faith. Faith is a protective barrier between us and the schemes of Satan. When we believe God and take him at his word, we remain grounded in truth. The lies of the enemy lose their power, and we become overcomers. In that way, faith is our shield. Mm. I would encourage you guys to actually... Click that link in the show notes because uh, as you read through what I just yeah, read, you'll see all it. the verses um, in there for different sections I just read. So many
1: verses, like I mean, after I would every sentence. You
0: to go look at those verses and be encouraged. Um, but I just love the idea that when we believe in God and take him at his word, we remain grounded in truth. The lies of the enemy lose their power and we become overcomers. In that way, faith is our shield. And I Which think. Is-
1: Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Which is ultimately, like, why we're doing this podcast, right? Yeah. Because we know that there's a battle where, like, enemy is telling us lies every day. And so that line that you just repeated at the end, like, we can remain grounded in truth. Mm -hmm. We can put on our armor and the lies of the enemy, like, lose their power. Like, we become overcomers. Like, that's what we're fighting. Yeah. That's what we're in battle of every day. And, yeah, I mean, faith is our shield. And ultimately, like, the enemy doesn't have power over us in that way. Um. So, yeah, that's that was like a lot of really good information. I feel like this episode, not more than the others, but at least for me while I was doing it, I thought this was going to be very, very practical in the church today just because we use the word faith a lot. And like Matt said earlier, the word faith is like can be used against Christians oftentimes. So mm-hmm. hopefully that all of that was like helpful for you guys. And um, yeah, today's challenge to talk about that really quick Um, I've just been reflecting a lot recently on how we're like moving and um, I feel like every time you move you like reflect on like the relationships that you've built in that place of your life and so I was reflecting on just saying goodbye to some people in my small group this week. and just some people that I've met here that have been really impactful to my walk with the Lord and even just my walk with like becoming a mom and people that have been praying for us in like the beginning of our pregnancy yeah. before anybody else really knew it besides our families and um so I was thinking through like you guys listening and say thinking maybe you guys could reach out to someone and thank them so someone in your life who's helped who helps you right now or has helped you in a season in your past to specifically walk with the Lord. And that can look like different seasons. Like that can look like, I mean, when you were in college, somebody who helped you maybe when you were transitioning into a marriage or a relationship, a mentor who like walked alongside you in that. Mm -hmm. Um, or like I was thinking about entering into parenthood and all the people that are like walking alongside us right now, teaching us and equipping us and just helping us get prepared for that. But just reach out to them and thank them. Maybe you haven't talked to them in a while. Maybe it's someone like who is like your old high school pastor or something. I don't know. But um, just reach out to them and thank them. And then if you don't have someone like that or even if you do, I would encourage you to also like reflect on who that could be in your life now. So maybe like when you were in college, you were like, oh, I had this great mentor that was walking alongside me. And maybe now that you're like been out of college a few years, finding a job and like getting into a new rhythm, maybe you don't have that person. Um, but go ahead and thank someone if you have had someone in your past and then reflect on who that could be now and also who you could be that person to like as followers of Christ, we're called Mm -hmm. to make disciples. And so look at your life and say like, am I currently discipling anyone? What maybe would that look like? Who can I help walk alongside? Maybe that's just a mutual like accountability partner where you guys talk about your lives and how you can point each other to the Lord. But yeah. Yeah. That's our challenge this week.
0: I think I have, I want to add something to the challenge. It's it's like mm-hmm. a mini challenge that has nothing to do with what you just said. <laughs> okay, go for it. It has to do with faith. And I just was thinking about it when we we're going. So maybe we could do both. But this is not as practical, actionable as mm-hmm. what you just said. So this is something you could do pass- This, is a, this is a bonus thing. This is a bonus challenge. Extra credit
1: for those that want extra credit. Um,
0: <laughs> when you're like studying or reading or meditating on the word this week, Especially if you're in the New Testament, or if you're just reading something in the New Testament and you see the word faith, just replace it with the word confidence in your head, hmm. and see how much see how much clearer sometimes these passages will be when you realize what faith actually means. Um, I was just thinking about that. If we were just to think about like faith in that way and read it in that way, um, I think it would just really, really make certain passages of Scripture come alive and, and have a lot more practical meaning in our lives that we don't often think about in the way that we are probably really accustomed to reading Scripture. So that's yeah. a side challenge. Do it if you want extra credit, or if you want to be a good and then talk to Christian. somebody in your I'm life
1: who's like your accountability partner or your mentor about it. Yeah, tell yeah. them to listen to our podcast. No,
0: <laughs> so I want to leave you guys uh, all with this. It's from First John five four. I hope it's encouraging to you guys this week. It says, "For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world: our faith." And mm-hmm. I think that's very simple, but it's very profound. So I hope you guys take that this week. I hope it's yeah. encouraging. I hope this episode was encouraging. Um, we look forward to coming back to you guys in two weeks when we've finally moved in, probably have a new update um, as we jump into our
1: yeah, follow along
0: uh, <laughs> next podcast episode. But we hope this was encouraging for you guys, and we'll see you in a couple weeks.
1: Bye. Bye.